Hey, what's up? Welcome to the AV Club podcast. Man, it feels like I've been gone for years. A lot of thoughts have gone through this old noggin. I think I've taken the last two weeks off and I was really priding myself on not taking any breaks. This isn't an excuse, but the first week I was, I don't know, I wouldn't call it sick. I had like an allergy attack. My sinuses were bad and got tested for COVID. Don't know why. Wasn't around anybody, but got tested. Obviously negative. And I just, this is just sinus stuff. I don't know. It was weird. But we back. Missed a week. Didn't have a guest. What actually had happened was I recorded one with my brother. We did a Zoom podcast, which I'm not a big fan of in the first place. And uh, the energy was low, and it was so boring. It was the it was the most boring podcast I've ever recorded in my life. And um, didn't use it, obviously. And uh, a couple guests have backed out, but no big deal, no big deal. It's not their fault that I am a loser. It's good to be back, though. Um, it really does feel good to... Be back behind these freaking bright lights. I'm hoping you could see them on the reflection in my forehead if you're watching this. If not, I hope my voice sounds good for you. It's been rested. I've had plenty of time to chill and to think about what I'm going to do today. And since I had so much time, I did none of that. So I don't know what I'm going to talk about. No, I'm just kidding. I have a little bit, a couple topics I want to go over. But first, it feels so good to be back in here talking. I'm going to get that button installed on here. I'm going to write that down. Install. Button. What is that even called? Party horn? Party horn? Okay, but I really do have uh, this weekend coming up. I have two guests coming in. That's why I got this other microphone locked and loaded, ready to go. And I'm excited for that. It'll be the first two-person interview podcasting. Three people total, two people interview that uh, I've had ever, 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 ever. So that's fun. Two guys you'll see when the episode is released. Um, We'll see how it is. One's really outgoing. One's not so much outgoing. So we'll see how the dynamic is. We're all boys. We're probably going to grab drinks after and everything and probably nonstop talking. But during the podcast, it's different when these lights hit you. It's different when the lights hit you. Man, I've been watching a lot of Shane Gillis. (laughs) He had a new special come out, and I'm like, I mean, whatever. You know, he's been promoting it. I'm not 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 promoting it, but I'm not, like, intentionally promoting it. I'm just telling you about what I've been listening to. And, uh, dude, Shane Gillis is so funny. He talks like a a bro, like like he doesn't care. He talks like it's just him and his buddies all the time. It's hilarious. Oh, man. Oh, Rick Glassman. Rick Glassman? Rick Glassman. I have a little lisp. That's okay. Rick Glassman. He is a writer that I just found out about. He's like a comedic writer, and I think he's produced a couple shows, like TV shows back in the day, and writes for them. He did a podcast with Andrew Santino, and if you don't know what it is, If you don't know who either of those people are, then look up the Whiskey Ginger podcast with Andrew Santino. It is one of the funniest podcasts I've ever heard in my life. They just, they totally improv basically the whole time. And it is, it's so freaking funny. 
and they're really good. It's really good improv when you're serious about it. You know, like when you fully sell it, you fully are confident in what you're saying. Even if you know it's dumb or even if it doesn't land, you just got to roll with the punches. That's what makes great improv, in my opinion. And so um, that's why it's hard to do. I don't know if you've ever tried to do an improv or something, but it's it's freaking hard. Really, really hard. And I try to do it. Me and my brother try to do it. Not a good dynamic just because one of us always is not fully committed and it is very embarrassing. I recommend you try it. Oh my gosh. Funny story. My dad, my dad, he's just a, he's just a funny guy, right? He doesn't do acting. He doesn't do improv. And when he tries to make like funny videos, it's very obvious acting, right? Like he's like, you can just tell that he's not confident in his acting abilities. And, um, he used to, I say make us, he didn't make us, he didn't like physically make us or, you know, but he was like, you guys should act out this scene from the movie, I think it's Goodwill Hunting or no, something like that. Um, now, what is it? It's when Matt Damon um, and Robin Williams, I forgot the movie, but I guess Matt Damon's like a janitor at the school. I think, is this a good one, hunting? I don't know what it's called. I forgot. Oh, I have a computer. I'll just look it up. Um, I like the computer here, by the way. I'm sitting with my laptop in front of me. It adds a new dynamic. And it's a little distracting, but I'm trying hard not to make it distracting. So Robin Williams. Gosh, I can't even type. Robin Williams. I'm not Ben Affleck. Matt. Damn it. Goodwill hunting. Yeah. Goodwill hunting. There's a scene in there where Robin Williams is obviously the older figure. And Matt Damon, something happened to him. Something tragic happened to him. And uh, there's just really like emotional scene. And my dad used to have us act it out. Um, not all the time, but like quite a bit. Like whenever it would cross his mind, he'd be like, you guys should try that scene again. I know you've already tried once, but I know you could do better. Try to talk us into it. And, of course, we'd freaking do it because we're idiots. And um, it's supposed to be super emotional. And it's the dumbest thing ever. It is so freaking hard to be dramatic in a scene. And once you, like, sometimes I would get the groove going. I'd be like, all right, I'm doing I'm doing this for real. Like, you tell your partner, I'm doing this for real. Don't, don't laugh, you know? And so you tell them, and then you, you're like, it's not your fault. And you, you actually try to be serious and act the scene out as if you were in the movie. And then either your partner breaks or the people watching, like whether it be my brother watching or my sister watching or my dad watching, somebody always cracks and laughs. And it's it's funny. It's freaking hard. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of that, but that's hilarious. We used to freaking act that out. And even Ryan would do it with us, the shy guy, Ryan. Gosh dang, I just gave it away. Ryan. Um, that's very vague. So there's a lot of Ryans out there. Ryan would do it with this. But I don't know which Ryan. I'm not going to tell you that one. But uh, yeah. Anyways, back to the original. Um, yeah, so I missed a couple weeks. Sorry. I won't miss again. I try not to. But I missed. So here's what happens. And this is my mind. This is like what happens. Like obviously... I'm not, like, famous. I don't have a big following. I don't have... 
I'm like just starting in this, this, whatever this is, the podcast scene. I don't, it's weird to consider yourself a podcaster. I just like talking to people. I guess technically that's what I'm trying to do, right? Very new to this. Obviously don't have a fan base yet. Very small and it's like family, friends, losers, you know, just getting I love you guys. But um, I seriously love you guys. Thank you so much. But it's like, it's weird because I get this, um, I get such big goals and ambitions in my head and I see all these other podcasts that I listen to obviously that um, have had like, it's weird to think about, but like they have careers before they started a podcast, right? And so like the podcast was just a supplement to what they were already doing or an addition. And so I'm like, how the, how the heck are these guys so big already? Like, how are they so big? Like, how did they get such a large following? And I'm like, I have to always constantly remind myself. I'm like, oh, these guys are either comedians prior to the podcast, actors prior to the podcast. They have some sort of recognition and fame or or following before they start a podcast. Like Logan Paul, like, theirs is really entertaining. I don't listen to it very much, but when I do, it's like, kind of hooks you. And um, obviously, Logan Paul is like a huge YouTube influence and social media guy, I guess. And so like, that's why they have these huge followings on their social media and their, their podcasts already is because they were had names or followings prior to. So I got to remember that. And so it gets really, I get down on myself. I'm like, dude, what the heck? Nobody wants to listen to you. Nobody wants to freaking, but this is all part of the game. I got to quit being a freaking sissy and just man up. And it really isn't even me being a sissy. It's just me being like, it's like an effort thing, right? It's like, eh, why am I going to put effort into this? Like nobody's going to listen, but I don't care. That's that's not why I started this. And I tell, I've told you guys this on the podcast before, but that's not the reason why I started this. And so I got to like, I just got to refocus, refocus. And this little break was like really helpful with that to recenter my mind and my chakras. Just kidding. It just really helped me focus. Hold on. I'm going to take a drink. So yeah, um, listen to Rick Glassman's podcast and listen to Andrew Santino Whiskey Ginger with Rick Glassman. I promise you, it'll be a, a fun time for your ears. You'll laugh a bunch. Is it weird that I listen to podcasts while I work out sometimes? Like I love music, but I get on these streaks where I'm like just consistently listening to podcasts. Funny podcasts, by the way. And... um. Like, I'll listen to podcasts during my workouts, and it's not distracting at all. It's kind of just, like, background noise. But I get on these streaks where I'm, like, podcasts are really the only thing I'm, like, used to listening to. I get kind of, like, in the habit, I guess you could say, of just putting a podcast on or listening to people talk and not, like, singing. And so it's not my, like, my first, it's not my first um, choice to put on music when I work out. It's just kind of a habit of putting on podcasts all the time. So I listen to podcasts when I work out. I'm a little nervous though, some because one of these days I'm going to be doing like a heavy squat or a heavy deadlift or bench or something, and I'm going to just start dying laughing because somebody's going to say a joke, and then I'm going to drop the weight on myself. That is a fear, but hasn't happened yet. So whatever. Um, it is it is fall season. You can tell by the shirt I only wear in the fall. I only have like three long sleeve shirts, so this is like one of them. And um, obviously it's the fall. It's going to get colder, so I'm going to be wearing this a little bit more often. 
was a so fall with fall there's such a a big stigma around pumpkin spice lattes for some reason i don't know why i think it's like a like the white like the typical white girl thing is to drink pumpkin spice lattes and go to starbucks or whatever but dude they're freaking good i i love pumpkin spice lattes i love like fall scents like smells you know like candles and stuff like i don't buy candles but like i love smelling the candles that smell like you know maple vanilla pumpkin or i don't know whatever they they smell good to me pumpkin spice tastes really good to me and so i don't understand why it's like a big deal there's always like like memes or like posts on social media and it's like oh here come the white girls in their pumpkin spice lattes again i'm like dude i'm drinking one right now not currently, but like that's what I say to those posts. Cause I'm, if I go get coffee at a coffee shop, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna get something I can't make at home, which is what everybody should do. If you're going to a coffee shop and just getting a cup of coffee, just make it at home. Get whiskey morning coffee. I got a discount code for you if you want it. Make that at home, right? But if you're gonna do something, if you're gonna go get coffee at a coffee shop, Get something you can't freaking make at home. Who knows how to make pumpkin spice? Sure, you can buy pumpkin spice, like, creamer. Ugh. I actually have some. It's not that good. That's why I'm saying, ugh. It's not that good. It's really not good, and you're not going to get the full effect of, like, the fall, like, pumpkin spice flavors. I don't even know what they put in it, honestly. Probably some sort of just high, obviously high sugar syrup, but it's freaking good. I love it. I will never stop getting them, ever. And if you try a pumpkin spice latte with oat milk, it'll change your life. Try it. Try me. Do you believe me? If you believe me and you think I'm a believe a believable guy, a trustworthy, believable guy, go get one and try it out with oat milk. I don't even, I mean, I was making lattes the other day here at the house. I don't know how to make pumpkin spice, so I don't make those. But I was uh, I was telling Taylor, I was like, hey, try this latte. I made it with goat milk. She was like, what? I said, try this latte. I made it with goat milk. And she said, what are you? I said, this latte. This, try this latte I just made. It's like the third one I've ever made. I was like, trying to per- work on the recipe. Like, try this latte. I made it with goat milk. And she said, what are you freaking saying? She was starting to get mad. And I was like, what? what? It's a latte with goat milk. What? And she said, are you saying goat milk? And I was like, yeah, I'm saying goat milk. It's oat milk, though. There's no goats. We don't have any goat milk. But uh, I thought that was funny. I freaking got her. I thought she or she thought she was going crazy for a second. So that was fun. Anyways, she doesn't like pumpkin spice. Um, She actually might be home. Oh, she's on her way home now. She better not ruin this. I'm on a good riff about pumpkin spice lattes. They're freaking good. What else? I mean, I don't get the I don't get the whipped cream, even though I love whipped cream too. I freaking love that stuff. I got some fat-free whipped cream in the fridge right now. It's not good. There's like a subtle difference, but it's enough to where I'm like, this is not the real stuff. And it makes me mad, but I'm going to eat it anyways. Um, the other day we went to Sonic the other night, we went to Sonic, me, Taylor and Jackson did. We took a little, a little trip and, um, we got Jackson a treat, like a little 
like a little puppy, whatever, treat, puppy treat, dog treat. And it was just like a little mini cup filled with whipped cream and whipped cream. I don't know why I said it like that. Filled with whipped cream. And uh, there was like a peanut butter, peanut butter syrup or whatever they put for peanut butter there. That's fake and processed. And uh, <coughs> I was about to hand it to him. And I was like, is this just peanut butter and whipped cream? And Taylor was like, yeah, I think so. And so I started eating it because those are two of my favorite things in the world. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to give a dog two of the best combinations in the world, two of the best flavors in the freaking world. You're just going to give it to the dog. I mean, I love this dog, but man, I'd love peanut butter and whipped cream a little bit more. I can't lick the dog. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I could, but this dude sheds like a mofo. I would get, I would get so much hair in my mouth. I would be, it'd be the worst thing ever. You ever had a, like, everybody's probably had hair in their mouth. It's horrible. Like you try to get it and you miss and then your fingers have your saliva on it and you're like, they're like, you know how you have like the saliva string that looks like cheese that's melted between your fingers. You're like, Ugh, what do I do? This is my saliva. It's still gross though. I don't know. But uh, peanut butter whipped cream, try it. It was good. It was like melted peanut butter kind of, a little bit runny, not solid peanut butter. So it had the peanut butter flavor, a little bit of the texture, but it was, uh, it went well with the whipped cream. I mean, I gave him the rest of it, but I had a little bit. There's a video. I might post a video. I don't, I don't know. Maybe put on my story or something. <coughs> but um, pumpkin spice lattes are good. And they're only like, they're limited you know so like get it while you can get it while you can unless you learn how to make it then that'd be freaking cool oh that's new too i don't i don't know why i said didn't say this at the beginning i got a latte machine i really so shout out dylan that dude got me obsessed with coffee i've been drinking whiskey morning like crazy it's really good and then dylan is always entering these contests on instagram i'm sure you've seen him where you like tag tag like follow me follow my account and tag your friend and win you know whatever it is this dude dylan tagged me in a post and he won he wins way often like he i mean of course he bombards the comments with like tags so he's got like a bunch of entries but he wins so much it's wild he won a full espresso machine on one like, he won an espresso, like, probably, like, a legit, I think the one he won was, like, it had to have been at least $600, $700 machine. Got it for free because he freaking tagged him in a post on Instagram. So wild. But he tagged me in a post. He won, and it was just a raffle for a free bag of coffee. But he also, I guess the contest was also giving the person you tagged a bag, too. So... He won, and by default, I won because he tagged me. He only put one entry into this one. It was my name, and we both won. So I've been drinking that coffee, Ethiopian, I think. It's pretty good. And then Whiskey Morning, like crazy. Their espresso is really good, by the way. But I got this espresso machine, and I got to tell you, man, it's been changing. It's changed my coffee game drastically, drastically. Like, I mean... Being able to make a latte like they do in the store at home is just a total game changer. And I'm using goat milk. 
um, goat milk. I'll put a little bit of vanilla in there, not very much, and then espresso, and it's freaking delicious. I'm going to make one tonight. Like, I'm going to make one tonight at night. I don't even care that it's going to be late. I'm going to take a double shot of espresso to the head with a little bit of goat milk and a little bit of vanilla. It's so good. It's so freaking fun. And it's like, it's a whole process. I think that's kind of why I like it is because it's just not, you're not putting a pot in a machine and then letting it do the work. You have to actually fine tune your espresso skills and your coffee skills. So there's like a whole bunch of stuff that goes into it, like grind size, water temperature, what kind of filters you're using, what kind of method you're using to brew the coffee. There's a ton of stuff that goes into it and it makes it fun. Makes it interesting because like a lot of the time I won't even lie. I get a lot of bitter cups because I'm not the best at it so far, but I'm like, I'm getting better at it. And so today I had a really good cup of coffee and you can always tell the difference in between like a sour cup where you're like over extracting or under extracting and then like a really nice cup that's just smooth. (coughs) So that's fun. The espresso is really fun because, um, you can customize it like however, right? You put, there's a lot of tips online, a lot of YouTube videos on how to do it, but you got to find kind of the method that works for you. And then you're getting so little liquid. You're getting like, it can't be more than like, for what I'm getting, because you can't, mine's not super customizable, but I'm probably getting like anywhere from, let's see, I'm putting like, grams of coffee beans right so i put like 13 grams of coffee beans i'm probably getting like 10 grams of liquid or less maybe more maybe right about 13 i don't know something like that but it's weird you get very little coffee very little espresso it takes a whole like process to put it together and to make it and stuff and then you can froth the milk on your own or it can auto froth but it's still like a frother like um with like a steam wand you put the steam wand in there and i I don't know how to do that yet but it's it's really fun, and I'm really enjoying it because the cups are good and they're free. Like, I just, I mean, I don't have to go buy a cup of coffee. I can make whatever I want at the house now. It's really awesome. Um, And that reminds me, like, the other night I made one, and the coffee was good, but we, war- we started watching this show. Um, Who recommended it? Maybe it was DJ from work. It had to have been DJ. Squid Game, probably heard of it. Um, Number one most viewed show on Netflix. I don't know. Maybe that'll ring a bell. But I'll tell you what. This is the craziest show I've ever seen. I don't don't really watch TV much or Netflix or Hulu or anything. Um, It's not like a brag. I just don't. I just, I can't. I don't, I don't like to just sit. Even though I'm sitting right now. But I don't like to just sit and watch. I just feel like my mind tells me, dude, you got to do something. Even though I, most of the time I don't, I'm like scrolling through like my emails or trying to do something on like my computer. But I sat down and watched this thing and I didn't want to stop. We had to watch one episode a night and I was like, no, we have to watch another one tonight. And then of course Taylor was like, no, I'm going to bed. So I was like, okay, whatever. You're the boss. And then we would, you know, obviously not watch another one, but we binged the last three this past weekend. Oh, my gosh. It's freaking wild. The ending is so dumb. Like, it's one of those shows that has you, like, really questioning everything. You're like, what? Why would they do that? That's so messed up. Like, you just have to freaking watch this show. It's so intense. And 
it's in another language. It's in Korean, and it's dubbed over in English. It makes it a little cheesy. And uh, I normally don't like shows like that. I've tried to watch one or two, and I'm just like, nah, I can't do it. But this was really good. And even in the cheesy English, it was good. And it's you can either watch it like that, but I've heard it's better if you read the subtitles because the translation from, I guess, Korean to English isn't the best. And um, it's like I think a lot of the words are either not all there or the translation isn't... Um, isn't actually what they're saying it's close but it's not exactly what they're saying so it makes it kind of weird and another thing is like <laughs> i noticed this but in one of the episodes um i'm not gonna spoil anything but they like somebody drops something right and it was a like, crucial i guess to the whatever they were doing and one of the girls um the annoying girl was like what are you butterfingers and i'm like i don't know if that's a saying in korea i mean it could be but i I doubt it. I mean, I feel like that has to do with what the heck is the origin of Butterfingers? I'm going to look it up right now. I feel like I'm going to give my guess and then I'm going to look it up. I feel like the origin of Butterfingers is, um, I feel like it's obviously not the, not the candy, probably like popcorn, right? Or like if you're cooking or eating something that's buttery or slippery and then you drop something, right? Like Butterfingers, right? That's literally what it is. Um, Butterfingers have been around nearly on it. Not the candy. It's saying Butterfingers, the meaning of the origin of the word. Okay. What's the meaning of a name playfully applied to someone who fails to catch a ball or let something slip from their fingers? What's the origin of the word Butterfingers? In the week of bicentenary of Charles Dickens' birth, I thought it would be nice to include a phrase coined by him. Oh, so it's the week of his birth. February. Oh, this isn't February. This dude's a freaking idiot. Um, let's see. Um, Dickens ranks sixth on the number of English words coined by an individual author. Wow. Let's see. I aligned Butterfingers with several authorities with Dickens. Not quite a phrase, but it is coined as a hyphenated Butterfingers. It's close enough. Dickens used the term Pickwick Papers, more properly called Posthumous Papers of Pickwick Club. At every bad attempt to catch and the failure to stop the ball, he launched his personal displeasure at the head of the devoted individual and such denunications as, aha, stupid, now butterfingers, mm-hmm, muff, humbug, and so forth. Um, a little more, the British Library of Excellence. I guess Charles Dickens coined the term. That's pretty interesting. I did not know that. This dude looks wild. If this dude called me Butterfingers, I don't know what I would do. Butterfingers? Is he British? <laughs> I don't know anything about Charles Dickens. That's funny. I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, now I got to look into Charles Dickens. Who is this guy? Obviously, he's an author. Charles John Huffman Dickens was an English writer and social critic. Okay, so I got the accent right. Butterfingers? Butterfingers? That's funny. Charles Dickens coined the term Butterfingers. That's funny. Man. All right, I'm going to wrap this one up. I'm running out of things to talk about. And um, 
I don't want to blabber on about nothing. Shirts are coming. Let me know if you want one. Limited supply, unless you put an order in. Um, but other than that, things are going good. Um, even when they don't seem to be going good, they're usually going good. It's a lot of the times it's in my head or other people's heads. So uh, just keep on trucking. That's all I got to say. All right. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye.